old video games. My favorite. You like them. I like them. The people out there, they might like them, depending on who they are. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about old video games. Let's do it. Because we've never done that before on this on this show. Not ever, and we'll never again. Never, ever again. The final time. That's a lie. That's a lie. This is, uh, I, I forgot to look up what episode number this is. I think it's 31 or 32. <laughs> it's one of those. Or 33. <laughs> I don't know. It's not 33. I know it's not It's not 33. 33. I should probably look that up right now while we're recording. Hey, hello, hello. This is Season Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared. This episode, no, this, that's that's wrong. 31. Yeah, I didn't update the tweet on my 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 personal account cuz I'm dumb. 31, episode number 31, the season lame check of OVA. Hello, hi. I'm Jared. Hi. Joined as always by the queen of podcasts and my best friend and lady. Oh, yay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go something with cookies since I've been talking <laughs> about eating cookies for the past 15 minutes. That was our pre pre-show chit chat was about cookies and Al's cats being weird which is basically yeah. like every week <laughs> we're actually not going to go as far back in age on video games today as we could I mean last time we did this we talked about the NES classic mm-hmm. which was more in the past I mean that console was a little bit before our times essentially I mean, you, I mean, you, you kind of grew up in an age where, like, you, you could have had that console before the SNES came out. Because I mean, you are older than me. For me, I was like, <laughs> the SNES came out in what, like, ninety one, here. Yeah. So like, I was a year old. So I was like, yeah, I would had no idea. I didn't get a SNES till like I had both. I didn't get a SNES till I was like four. So, like I think ninety four was when we got ours. Anyways, uh, we talked about the NES Classic before. The SNES Classic just got announced about a few weeks ago, so I kind of wanted to talk about that specifically just because, like, I don't think either of us are going to buy that thing. <laughs> I would buy it for the aesthetic. Yeah. Hashtag aesthetics, but um, I'm kind of disappointed in the game list. I think that's a, that's a reason for me as well, and... The price point, I think, is a little too high. I mean, you do get two controllers with it, but you get less games. Right. Uh, I think if they had sold the SNES Classic at the same price as the NES, I would have been like, all right, fine. Even if it doesn't have all the games I want, I'll get it. But Or even like $10 more because of the extra controller. Yeah. Because let's be real. A Super Nintendo controller with like this fancy dongle is not gonna cost that much money. But to make. they made it two feet longer, <gasps> which really it means nothing. I mean, so we both bought like uh, aftermarket GameCube controllers recently. That that, that um, I forget the company that put them out, but there's a bunch of like there's a Nintendo line of them, so it's like character specific. But they're made they're made for Smash for Wii U. Yes. Those things, I think, are like five feet cords. They're not long. You realize that's still, like, longer than I am tall, though, right? I mean, yes, but still, like, 
to play a game with though like you're basically you're right in front of the tv it's like it's not it doesn't mean as much of a difference i think that people are kind of making it no i mean i literally was having to lay right in front of my tv <laughs> yeah, until you were. i remember that my i sent you a picture mm-hmm. i remember that my mom actually got me an extender for my nes and i was like oh wait oop now i can sit on my couch and play this is wonderful yeah, like I have my NES Classic on the ground right now because that's the only way like it, the cord would be like feasible for me. <laughs> and I'm still in front of my TV, which I mean, I always am, but even still. Um, I guess one of the other reasons we are not really going to pick up a, the SNES Classic as well is like it's not really, I don't think, due to like, you know, people freaking out about like scarcity issues and all that stuff that they were with the NES Classic. Like, I don't really care about that. I don't think that's. I think they're going to kind of learn from their mistake from last time, but I don't think it's going to be like they're going to produce an abundance of these. Like they're no. not, they're not going to produce like double the amount of these classics they are because this thing is literally a holiday gift item. Yeah. Like a collector's edition type thing where they're going to make a run and that's it. And basically they're going to want to like have a lot of their manufacturing facilities making switches instead of switches. Yes. SNES classics. So like, I know people are going to be in an uproar again about, you know, like, uh, the availability of the saying, you know, they already are. They already are. Even about like, there's no pre-orders up or anything. There was, I think, in Europe, but even then, like, nothing has been out there for the U.S. market or anything. Like, I'm not surprised, and I just, I don't, I really just don't care, honestly. <laughs> I think I'll get one if I stumble across one. Yeah. Um, but I don't really think that I'm gonna go out of my way. I think even for me as well, like. The American Super Nintendo is kind of ugly. If I was going to get one, I would get like the European one or the Super Famicom version. How dare you? This girl is as beautiful as that girl. <laughs> the one, the one thing that if they did that I would definitely buy this if it like if it came with like the same yellowing type of plastic that the original Super Nintendo had. <laughs> I've seen pictures of that. Where like people like Photoshop them to be like here's like, Photoshop yeah, the, yeah, it's real good. I've- it's good. Um, man, they did yellow really bad. I don't remember if mine did. Um, I don't think mine did that bad, but it, it it still had some of the yellowing. But yeah, like I guess like it's a weird thing, especially I think coming off the heels of like the controversies of the NES Classic, and also just like you know, we talked about this in the uh, NES Classic episode earlier, but. You can easily mod an NES Classic if you have one to make it literally into, like, an emulation machine, which is kind of what we did. Yeah, especially if you have good friends who are willing to help you out. Hello. Hi. Like, I think if you're really that upset about, like, not getting, like, an NES Classic or a Super Nintendo Classic, per se, like, go buy a RetroPie and basically just do the same thing and make your own little emulation machine to let it play basically whatever you want which i think those would would, would literally let you play whatever you want i know the the NES classic so far is kind of it's still a little bit limited where like you know the generation past super nintendo genesis all that stuff is sketchy to play on those emulators right now but maybe somewhere down the road they'll fix that i also i'm i'm pretty curious as well just with the the super nintendo classic if they're gonna fix any of that like that backdoor stuff that you could easily hack with the nes classic if they're like they're gonna try and block that out entirely or if it's gonna have i think it might have like the same style of like plug-in to where it's like usb yeah. so if like if that's the same like it's probably gonna just be the same situation all over again so 
I'm real curious to see if Nintendo even like addresses that or even does anything on like the the board itself within the console. So, I mean, I would love to buy one of those Super Nintendo controllers from yeah. my NES. Yeah, I think that's that's the one thing for me spe- specifically is like, yeah, I would totally get one of those controllers. But I wonder if they'll even sell controllers for that thing because you get two in the box, so you would two in the box. You yeah. wouldn't need more. I mean, they're not gonna sell a multi tap for that thing, considering. I don't. Th- there was games that like you could buy, I think, like or use a multi tap for in the Super Nintendo. I think. I never played any of those. So I only played two players. Right. So I don't know, like, but yeah, like they're not gonna do anything like that. So I, they they might not sell any like extra controllers for that thing. Which, hope you don't break your controllers. Yeah, no kidding. Though I mean, like, it's like we were talking about, I think, in that other episode as well. It's like you can buy other controllers that have the same plug in. The same like Wii remote plug-in that you can plug into those. So it didn't look like originally like for the Super Nintendo Classic that it would take the same controller hookup dongle. But I think like you do the 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 front of it like folds down and that's where you plug in controllers. Mm. At least that's what I've heard. So I don't know. Okay. Anyways, you want to talk about some games for this thing? Let's do it. Because we did say like you mentioned where like the games list isn't to your liking and I would agree with you. I think there's some very gaping holes in this games list. And like we said earlier, like especially with, you know, you're getting less games than the NES classic when the Super Nintendo library is huge, let's say. Oh, it's massive. But I will say to their credit, they did put one of the best games ever made on here. I know, they put Super Mario World on here. I know, it was very shocking. I was really surprised they would put that on here. (laughs) Let's go through this list in order of operations that Wikipedia has for us, which is alphabetical order. And also has original year release, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Starting off with Contra 3 The Alien Wars, which came out in 92 from Konami. I I can't say I've played Contra 3, but a, a Contra game for this thing makes sense, I guess. Yeah, I played um, the old Contra, but I didn't play Contra 3. Yeah, The Contra they left off the NES Classic, let's say. Yep. <laughs> Donkey Kong Country from Nintendo came out in 94. Maybe I, not the it, DKC game you'd want for this thing. No, 2 is the one you would want. Yeah. 2 is the best one, period. Yeah, I would probably agree. Say 2 or 3. Probably lean more towards 2. It's It's... It's strange because, like, they talk about on this uh, Wikipedia page about how, like, they canceled Star Fox 2, which that thing is on here as well. We'll get to that a little bit later. And how that was game was coming out in 95, but, like, Donkey Kong Country 3 was coming out in 96. Like, yeah. It's a strange little omission that Nintendo, or, like, decision Nintendo made. I don't think those games have aged, like, visually well as either the DKC games specifically. Like, that graphics format for the time looked real neat and like kind of crazy for the system itself but you look at it like 20 years later it, it doesn't really look that great i mean it, it kind of resembles like claymation yeah it's like it's kind of like you know like the mortal Kombat games where like everything or those early ones where like they were green screened actors it kind of resembles that look but like I guess in a strange way, but and then and then also like with claymation and all that stuff, it it's a strange look that those DKC games had, and I guess by extension Super Mario RPG has as well. Yep. But you put I I would take like some of those like earlier 16-bit pixel art games way more than 
those DKC games visually at least. Uh, up next, Final Fantasy three, which came out in 1994 in Japan and the U.S. and then eventually in 2011 in Europe from your friends at Square. I mean, that game's okay. <laughs> so, I would not consider them my friends. I'd consider them my friends then, but not now. But also, clarification, Final Fantasy 3 is also Final Fantasy 6. Yeah. They're going with, uh, like, the uh, the North American names for yeah. this. For this, I think, in the, for the North American and, like, the PAL region versions. So, yeah, it's Final Fantasy 3 here, which, sure. I guess they didn't want to, like, grab a ROM hack and see it be Final Fantasy 6 or that PlayStation 1 version of it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Um, it was, they had the Game Boy Advance one. That's true. But, or they could I just mean, literally take the Japanese version and grab the title screen from that. <laughs> right. They could do that. Um, I'm glad this is on here because it's yeah. one of the best Final Fantasies. It's one of the best games on the Super Nintendo. Um, I, I do think that it's weird that they didn't put two slash four on here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a very glaring omission. And for the Japanese release, they didn't put five. And I think that's a mistake. Mm -hmm. Like all the super Nintendo final fantasy should have been on here. Yeah. I don't know why they just did six, three, whatever you want to call it. Um, it is the best of the three, but it's still the other ones are really really good yeah as someone who's playing that game right now that game is very very good yeah i wonder though as well because like i'm looking at the lists on here and it like specifically for well i guess for both versions as well it seems like the third party publishers that have stuff on here they're limited to three games oh huh so konami has contra 3 like I said, we only have two, and then Castlevania 4. Capcom has three, and then Square has three. So I guess maybe there's just some arbitrary reason like they, they, they didn't put those on there, or only they limited to all the third-party publishers to a handful of games. But Well, and it's so weird that Super Mario RPG even would count for Square, because I know Square developed it, but still. Yeah. Like, Nintendo definitely had a hand in that. Let's 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 go by the rules that Nintendo's putting out here or our made up rules for it. Okay. If you're Nintendo and you could only pick three square games for the Super Nintendo Classic, what do you put on there? Chrono Trigger? Okay. Uh Final Fantasy three slash six. It's tough. <laughs> it is. Oh my god! Because um, if I'm a Nintendo, then I'm gonna pick the Mario one. But if I'm not Nintendo and I'm me, then I probably would pick something different. Yeah. Well, let's say it's you. It's me. Yeah. Hmm. Or we just don't count Super Mario RPG as a square joint, technically. Okay. Okay. Um. Hmm. So. Like I said, Chrono Trigger has to be there, which is not, which is a mistake. Mm -hmm. um, Final Fantasy VI has to be there. Mm -hmm. I'm struggling between... I'd say Final Fantasy IV and Secret of Mana. 
Makes sense. Um, and honestly, probably Secret of Mana because. Hmm. Let me. Can I? Can I? Can I hit you with a counter argument? Okay. You go to the moon in Final Fantasy IV. You do, but. You go to the moon. You do. The moon. But. <laughs> if I'm thinking about it in, in the way that I'm thinking currently, um, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI, despite the fact that there are. Well, and Secret of Mana as well. Despite the fact that they're RPGs, all three of them play in a very distinctive way. Yeah, that's true. And. I think that it's a good sampling of that genre. Um, oh, you know what? Mistakes were made here. <laughs> Are you ready? Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, Mystic Quest. Boom. Done. I can't believe you stole the same three games I was going to put on there as well. <laughs> I just remembered. I was like, no, wait, never mind. Mystic Quest is going to go on there. I would completely 100% put Mystic Quest on there because A, Mystic Quest is a good game that gets a very bad rap. And it is B, a good game. It would off so many people and I would laugh so much at that. And see that soundtrack. Oh my god, that soundtrack. Right? Oh my god. So there you go. Final Fantasy VI, Chrono Trigger, Mystic Quest. All three revolutionary three, games. My three square games. Man, people give Mystic Quest such a bad rap, but like... They really do. Legitimately, that game revolutionized parts of like JRPG stuff. Like letting you like, oh... You want to go to this certain spot and grind? Sure, you can do that. You don't want to do it? Sure, just go on to the next part. Like, that's f cool. It really is. It was amazing. And that was really my personal, well, and my brother's as well, our introduction to that style of RPG. Which is exactly what Square wanted. <laughs> right. And it was great because after that, I'm like, oh, hey, I want to play more of these games. And I did. The way, like, sprites, like, degenerated as they took more damage. Oh, it was so cool. That, God, that soundtrack. I know, I know. I mean. Oh, it's so good. But to be fair, the story isn't great. It's very bare bones and, like, just very generic and tropey and all that stuff. But a lot, but a lot of that game, specifically kind of gameplay-wise, like, is real fun. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would go with the exact same three games that you picked. <laughs> Mystic Quest, Chrono Trigger, oh, and Final Fantasy III. Amazing, and two of them are not on this list. Yeah, I, I'm. It's so strange that they didn't put Chrono Trigger on this list because Chrono Trigger is such a a a fan favorite and b like such a well regarded Super Nintendo game. Right. Like I, it's literally like on every single top ten list of Super Nintendo games. Like every single one of them has Chrono Trigger somewhere on there. Like I wonder if it's just like a licensing issue because like because there's no Dragon Quest games on the Japanese version either. So I wonder if like. I mean, obviously, we're just spitballing here, Blake. I wonder if there was some issue with, like, Toriyama's art that they couldn't license or something like that. Because it seems strange that there's not, like, a, a Dragon Quest game either. Mm. Considering those games were f huge in Japan. Right. And I don't think there was Absolutely. one on, like, I don't think there was one on the uh, the NES Classic either. No. Dragon Warrior. Yeah. So, like, that wasn't on either version, uh, North America or Japan, so... Huh. It's a strange omission. Like it's it's probably the biggest like missing piece out of like all of the Super Nintendo library. 
But even then, like, Chrono Trigger on the Super Nintendo didn't really have any of that art. Well, I mean, all the character design was from Toriyama. All the character design, yes. But, like, if you're actually playing through the game, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you, you never see any of his art. Because they didn't add those anime cutscenes until the PS1 version. Right, and then they had it in the DS version and all that. I don't know. I don't know either. It's real. It's real weird. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Mistakes we'll were made, that. yeah. F-Zero, which came out in 90 in Japan, 91 US, and 92 in Europe from Nintendo. That makes sense. I mean, people still clamor for F-Zero games to this day, which Nintendo's like, yeah. what's an F-Zero? What's an F-Zero? <laughs> we'll put it in your Mario Kart. We'll put it in your Mario Kart. F-Zero's a weird game. Like, I never played it when I was growing up, so, like, I just recently played it for, like, the first time ever. And, I mean, it's a Mode 7, like piece that you know just kind of shows off like the how the system can handle that sort of stuff but i mean yeah it's a racing game yeah i mean my introduction to f-zero was smash brothers yeah that makes sense which yeah (laughs) i feel like we've talked about this before but like it's so sad how like a lot of people will think all those f-zero characters in smash brothers are just from smash brothers (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was the same with like ice climbers yeah you're 100 percent right Kirby Superstar, which came out in 96. Yeah, Smash Brothers characters. Yeah. This game came out in 1996. God. God. The PlayStation was out by then. I know. I was just thinking that 97 uh, is the European release date, and that's when Final Fantasy VII came God. out. God. Uh, that's from Nintendo. <laughs> sure. Put a Kirby game on here. Yeah, why not put a Kirby game? I would say maybe the other Kirby game that's on here, which we'll get to in a little bit, is a little bit of an outlier. Which, it's a strange thing to put on here, but, you know, we'll get that when we get there. Oh, okay, yeah. I still am not, like, a big... I wouldn't say I'm not necessarily a big fan of Kirby. I just haven't played a lot of those Kirby games, so... I've never been a Kirby fan. Like, it's not that I dislike the games. I just can't get into them. Yeah. Like, they're not bad games. They're just not for me. Right, yeah. I think that's fair. Arguably one of the best games for this system. Arguably one of the best games of all time. Sure. The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. (laughs) Which came out in 91 in Japan, 92 in U.S. and European regions from Nintendo. Obviously, this is like a slam dunk. Like, you're you're not going to release this thing and not put that on there. It would be so terrible if you release this and didn't put Link to the Past on it. Because it's literally one of the best games of all time. Mm-hmm. One of the defining games of this console. And... It revolutionized the entirety of The Legend of Zelda, period. I mean, it's no Zelda 2, but... <laughs> that was just me trying to get a reaction out of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Uh, Mega Man X from Capcom came out in 93 in Japan, 94 in US, Europe. I feel like this one kind of makes more sense than putting out either 7 or, or 8. Yeah. I guess I, maybe just seven. I don't know how many of the, the later Mega Man games came out on the Super Nintendo. But yeah, like I think Mega Man X was more just like the showcase thing for the Super Nintendo from Capcom. Like, hey, here's what we can do with Mega Man. Like, let's go completely crazy and anime style with it. <laughs> Pretty essentially. I'm excited to play that game, though. I've never played it, so it's one of those things like I would, I'll probably eventually dive into. I mean... My experience with Mega Man is very, very limited. Yeah, I mean, and I would, I would say the same thing. Like I've, I beat two, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good. 
<laughs> is that really what you did? I mean, pretty. I ha- I have that Mega Man Legacy collection. I beat two, and then pretty much like was like, yeah, okay, I'm good. I mean, two is le- two is two is f- fantastic. So I mean, mo- most of what I know for Mega Man is because I know the Proto Men. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally, I know them guys. Boop. Boosh. Boosh. Secret of Mana. I love this game. From Square. Come out in 93 in Japan, US, 94 in Europe. Another game I haven't played. I've briefly played it before, but I've never... Is like testing it? <laughs> no, no, no. This is, this is before that as oh, well. Okay. So, like, this is another game I'm, I'm real curious to get into as well. Just because, like, it's, it's a JRPG, but, like, it's more of, like, an action RPG with how the mechanics work in that and how movement and all that sort of stuff is. So... Yeah. It's, it's very... Um... It's it's an action RPG. Mm-hmm. It's not a straight up RPG. The story is really fun. The characters are great. Um, it's still kind of like the weird bedhead kid saves the world type story, but what? <laughs> what? He gets his random sword. Um, but also you get to play as a sprite, which is awesome. Like a can of sprite. <laughs> yes, the soda? a can of Sprite. Man, Square was going to some real weird with their their marketing <laughs> no. there. A Sprite. Like, you know, fantasy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sprite's really cute. I really like Sprite. Um, also, the main princess in this game, which she has a canon name that I think is Porum, uh, but you're supposed to name them. Oh, yeah. And She's wonderful. Her and Marl, Marley, whatever you want to call her from Chrono Trigger, were like my heroes as a child. <laughs> I wanted to be them because they were both sassy and great and kicked. <laughs> and they, you know, looked cute doing it. So I wanted to be them really, really bad. Sounds like a she good time. Cute... I know. She had that really cute pink outfit and like blonde, balancy ponytail. <laughs> so yeah, it makes sense that this is on everything. I guess I'm kind of surprised that uh, Seikon Densetsu 3 didn't make the cut for the Japanese version, but they are just putting out that uh, Seikon Densetsu collection on Switch. Right. So I guess that kind of alleviates that. And I'm still curious to see if they bring that over or not, if they, if they try to localize that game, which would be the first time they localize that game for North American audiences. So. I've been really hoping that they will. I mean, you do have that game on your NES Classic right now. Right, but... I know, <laughs> yeah. I would like to give them money for yeah, it yeah, if yeah, they yeah. let me. If they will let me give them money. That, yeah, that's the that's the question. Uh, Star Fox came out in 93 from Nintendo. I've never played a Star Fox game, and I'm not really, like, bummed out about that, I guess. Um, I didn't play one until 64, mm-hmm. and I loved Star Fox 64. I was bad at it, but I loved it. Um, but I'm interested to see what it was like on the Super Nintendo. I've I've never played it, so I'm I'm just like meh. I feel like from all the stuff I've seen of it, it looks real strange. Like it looks like it's a game that's before, that's way before its time or way ahead of its time. Excuse me. But like it, it's trying to be 3D, but on a Super Nintendo. So it's real. Okay. Weird. Yeah, I mean it. That makes sense. And then Star Fox Two. Which is a real crazy thing that they are putting out Star Fox 2, considering 
Uh, that was the game that was basically the story goes like essentially that game was done, but then Nintendo was like, yeah, we're not going to put this game out. <laughs> yeah. Which is insane. I've heard a lot of people saying like people are going to be surprised at how modern this game kind of feels, which I guess like that, that game, there is like a ROM out there of Star Fox two, which is not entirely sure if it, like, if it's a near complete build or if it's like 80% done or stuff like that. But like, it's a pretty well along build of the game, which you can go play right now. But this is going to be the first time that the 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 complete game has been out there. And also, it's a brand new Super Nintendo game in 2017, eligible for Game of the Year. That's what's so funny, is that they are literally releasing a Super Nintendo game in 2017 <laughs> for the first time. I saw a tweet uh, a, like a week or two ago. It was like, the Star Fox 2 development team having a celebration for their game finally coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's crazy that that's not even the only Super Nintendo game coming out this year. There's another one? There's another one. Um, It's a game called Unholy Night. <laughs> but yeah, like that came out yesterday. Wow. 2017 is weird. 2017 is weird. Can we just hit the reset button? <laughs> Things are clearly wonky. We Pretty much. I'm going to start clipping to the floor next. <laughs> Speedrun strats. Super Goals and Ghosts from Capcom came out in 91 in Japan, US, 92 in Europe. I don't have much experience with this game either. Because like, mostly I what I know from Goals and Ghosts is the NES version because it was like insanely hard. Right. It was. But I didn't play this one. Probably because it was insanely hard on the NES. Super Mario Kart. Came out in 92 in Japan, US, 93 year from Nintendo. <sighs> Al, mm -hmm. I have a confession to make. Is it not your favorite anymore? It's not my favorite anymore. <gasps> I, I, I went back and played it. That game is hard to go back to nowadays. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it's still a real fun game and like just the way like technically how it's a Mode 7 showcase and how they got that game to run as a behind-the-back 2D, quote-unquote, racing game for the Super Nintendo is insane. Because every other game before that was just an isometric-style game. So, like, it's... Technically, it's it's crazy. Playing it, though, like... It's not the tightest of controls. Like if you, It was awesome when I was a kid. Yeah, 100%. Like, because there was nothing else really like it besides F-Zero. Right. Mario Kart 8, though, is real good <laughs> mario kart 8 is my favorite now yeah like 100 percent, i could continuously play mario kart 8 and we have played mario kart 8 for hours on hours mm -hmm. on hours on hours and so i'm finally like i literally cannot feel my thumb anymore <laughs> that's true we should not play any more mario kart but mario kart 8 is the most perfect mario kart to date i still hold it right. i still hold a you know a spot in my heart for super mario kart but it's not the favorite anymore I hold a spot in my heart for Super Mario Kart and Mario Kart 64. Mario Kart 64, though. Ugh, get it out of here. But Mar Mario Kart 8 <laughs> is the best Mario Kart. Yeah. Until they release a new one, and hopefully it's better. But I'm glad this game's on here, because that game's... Yeah, like, I feel like for a lot of people, it's synonymous with, like, with their childhood and all that stuff. And I have a lot of good memories of, like, of playing that game, like, racing against my sister and that. Like, that was a 
that was a game I played a lot of when I was a kid. Yeah. Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, which came out in 1996 in Japan and the US, and 2008 in Europe from Square Nintendo. I've never really played this game. I've played a little bit of it here and there, but like never really dived into it. Like I never had it as a kid. Like I knew, like one of my sister's friends had it, and I played it once, and it's the only time I ever played it when I was a kid, and I never really went back to it afterwards. So. I've always heard good things about it, though. Like it, It's really good. Yeah. Like, I feel like and I always hear it's kind of like, it's what Mystic Quest kind of maybe sh- wanted to be for, like, the broader audience, where it's, like, kind of like this introductory RPG. But we sprinkle in Mario and all this stuff and made it a little bit different in terms of mechanics and everything. That makes sense. And honestly, again, I will say this. That if it had not been for Mystic Quest, this probably would have been my introductory RPG. Because it is very accessible and it was cool because, you know, you could play as princess and... It would have been a long time for you to get that introductory RPG, though, considering this came out in 96. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just saying (laughs) that... Thank you, Square. I can't believe I just said that. Thank you, Square, for giving me Mystic Quest. 90 Square. 90 Square. Let's let's be specific there. (laughs) Thank you, 90 Square and 2000 because you gave me Final Fantasy IX. Um, because Mystic Quest got me into RPGs so I can appreciate games like this because I played a lot of RPGs between that and I feel like this one was still good as an introductory, but it had a lot of the RPG mechanics. So I was like, I am all about this. And it had some original characters as well, which are fun. Mm-hmm. And I did like the art style for this. I know that you were talking about it earlier that it was kind of like the Donkey Kong Country, like claymation style. But I feel like it works really well for this game. Right, yeah. Um, And again, I was stoked as a young girl whenever I could play as Princess. um, Because Princess Toadstool was like my jam. And after two, they're like, well, you can't play as her anymore. And... So when I got Super Mario Kart and I got Super Mario RPG and I could play as Princess, I was like, yes, give me more Toadstool. <laughs> I mean, essentially this game is kind of like the predecessor for the Mario and Luigi games, the Paper Mario games, oh, all totally. of those like Mario RPG games, which I think even as well, like, I think I watched a video about this game recently. And I want to say like Paper Mario was originally going to be a Super Mario RPG sequel, but like... Nintendo and Square couldn't get like the rights sorted out or something. It was some weird. Oh yeah, it was because like because Square went off to to play to Sony by then, right? So like and Square had the rights to the game, so like they couldn't do anything. Nintendo was like, uh, well we're just gonna make the Paper Mario then. And that's how that series came about. And that's that. Well, I was gonna say it's a good series, but it was a good series. Yeah, I think the last couple of entries in that series have kind of not been great. No, they have not. I've played them. They're not good. But one of the best games ever made is on here. Super Mario World, which came out in 90 in Japan, 91 US, 92 in Europe from Nintendo. I mean, <laughs> like Link to the Past, this is another no-brainer. It's like, you just hardwire this thing in right off the get, right off the get-go. Yeah, it would be a huge, huge mistake to not have this on here. One of the best games ever made. I don't think there's really much else to say about it. It's fantastic. 
it still holds it's up to really this day. Yeah. It does. It, it still plays super well, mm. and it still looks great yeah, too. Yeah. That's something that can be said for a lot of games on the Super Nintendo is that they do still look really good. Not all of them, but, but a lot of them still age yeah. really, really well. Yeah. Uh, Yoshi's Island, because I'm not going to say the prefix, because this is not the f- <laughs> sequel to Super Mario World. I love Yoshi's Island. Don't be mean to it. I don't like it. Yoshi's Island. I don't, I don't like I how people Yoshi's- insinuate that this is the sequel to Super Mario World. Like... Off with that. Off with that. It's just Yoshi's Island. That's the title it's of the game. Good, it's a good game. I don't really like it. Okay, but again, we're going to put ourselves into <laughs> little kid little kid Anne's shoes. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and be like, Oh wow, here's a Mario game where I get to play as this yeah, cute little yeah. dinosaur thing, and it's all pastels and it's got cute flowers everywhere and it was awesome it was still the same platforming but it it had a cute look to it and i know that that's kind of like shitty to say like (laughs) oh you know put a put a game in front of a girl with a cutesy look and she'll be into it but i was and i appreciated that i mean i would say like i think Um, that the style it has is is unique in and of itself like compared to anything else on the system like it's a good-looking game. I mm-hmm. I just think, like, calling it Super Mario World 2, like, you're, you're, like, coming off of the heels of that game, which is amazing, but it does it's not like it doesn't really play the same. And I think, like, it's such a weird thing that they would call it Super Mario World 2 when, like, they're not really similar games in the slightest. Even though they're both platformers, which is similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't ever really think about that too much because I just really thought the game was a lot yeah. of fun. So I didn't really get the the Super Mario World thing. Like, I liked both games. Yeah. And finally. Well, finally for the the combined list. The combined list. Super Metroid which came out in '94 from Nintendo. That's a game. That's yeah. a game. I don't think that game is as good as a lot of people say it is. <laughs> I can't say that I love Metroid. Um, I I like the Prime games, but I'm, yeah, I've never I'm, played I'm not as either. into the Super Metroid and I know the Game Boy Advance games and all that. I just wasn't really into Metroid, so I, I can't say that I have any feelings other than like neutrality on this. I feel like a lot of people just hype this game up as it's true as like do. a classic of the system and like if i think if you're playing the first half of this game yeah it probably is but like the latter half of that game isn't as great there's a lot of like random backtracking not knowing where you're going to go especially if you're playing for the first time like i was like it, it just the latter half of that game i was kind of just like playing it just to finish it not because i was having fun playing it right and that's not what it should mm. be like but i mean there are there are legitimately there are cool moments in that game but I think it's more like levied in like that front half compared to the back half. Yeah. Uh, here are the five exclusive games that are going to be on the American and PAL versions of the Super Nintendo Classic. You got Earthbound. Yes. If you would have asked, or if you would have said ten years ago, that would have been a huge surprise. Considering Nin- it would, yeah, considering been. Nintendo's like sometimes being like, "What's what's Earthbound?" Meh. But now, like they've kind of just like. Either? 
weirdly they just went like full force with it like the last like five to ten years or like you know they put out earthbound on wii u virtual console and i think they may have done it for wii virtual console as well uh they print out put out earthbound zero which never came out here which was in which mm-hmm. is very crazy maybe someday they'll put out mother three no <laughs> but it, I, I do think that it has a lot again to do with Smash Brothers because yeah. people realize that Earthbound was a thing because of Ness. I mean that the Earthbound community is like a rabid community, right? So. They're they're insane. But um, Earthbound's a really good game. I can't say that I'm like a rabid Earthbound fan. I would like to play Mother Three, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> I love how adamant you are about this. I it's not going to happen. Um, can you see it happening? They put out Earthbound Zero. Right. Which, why they would did. you do that if you're never going to put out Mother 3? I just can't see them ever doing it. I feel like if they do it, it will be something for the Switch. Ah, oh, see, that would be smart. Because I, th- would... I think that's the only way you can do it. They'll probably charge a little bit more money for it because they'll, they'll, they'll not count it as whatever they call the virtual console or whatever their old game services and i think they eventually just put that thing out as like its own thing that would be a system seller if they put out mother 3 for the switch and i I, they don't have to do it now but i feel like eventually they will maybe like next year or in two years but like i feel like the way they kind of brought back the popularity of earthbound in that franchise as well like I feel like they almost have to now. Then why didn't they for the Wii U? Because no one bought a Wii U. <laughs> but it would have sold Wii U's. Mm. It's like a legend at this point that Mother 3 is never coming out. So like, I don't, I don't think they would consider it a system seller. Okay. I think that's the thing. Like, I think with how many Switches are out there compared to Wii U's, you're going to make more money off of that thing now than you would have then. And I think that's the thing. Because right. especially when they put out Earthbound Zero, it was like halfway through the console's lifespan specifically right so like i don't think you're gonna make up a bunch of numbers in like the few years between the the wii u and the switch by putting out mother 3 then and i don't think you're gonna make as much money off of it which is obviously what they're gonna want to do but i right. think with if, com- yeah i think in comparative with like how many people on a wii u compared to how many people on a switch you're gonna make a lot more money on it by putting it out on switch by doing so and I just don't think you put out Earthbound Zero if you're never going to put out Mother 3. Like, that seems like such a strange decision to, like, be like, oh, here's the NES game that was pretty much translated at one point. But we're not going to... That Game Boy game? Or that GBA game? Nah. I mean, maybe it is a thing where, like, they have to translate that game because they... I don't think there was ever an official, officially licensed translation of that game. So maybe that's still going to take some time. Well, and wasn't there some licensing, licensing, I can't say it. Licensing issues. Issues with the music. I think for the for Earthbound, there was. There might have been from other three. I don't remember per se. So, like, that also could be a thing as well. Yeah, I thought that, I thought that was part of what was keeping Mother 3, but meh. Maybe, Earthbound's maybe not. Good. Yeah. Earthbound's on here. That's cool. Yeah. Kirby's Dream Course. <laughs> Came out in 94 in Japan, 95 US and Europe from Nintendo. This is a strange addition to this thing, I think. I don't understand why Kirby's Dream Course is on here. Yeah. Like, 
were people like clamoring for Kirby's Dream Course? Did Nintendo <laughs> think like, man, people really want this weird Kirby golf game? Uh, it's real yeah. weird. Mistakes were made. Because I feel like everyone, like, when they saw the list, was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Kirby's, what, Kirby's what? Dream Course? What? <laughs> it's so, sorry, it's so confusing. Like, why would you pick that game to yeah. go on this? Especially when it's so limited on what's on there in the first place. Like, you're going to let Kirby's Dream Course take up a slot? Yeah. Come on. It's, it's real strange. Uh, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, or Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting, excuse me, which came out in 93 from Capcom. We kind of talked about this, I think, when the thing was, the list was originally came out, and I was like, why wouldn't they put Super Turbo on there? Uh, yeah. Super Turbo never came out on a Nintendo platform. That's why. It was a Turbo, oh. it was a Turbo Graphics or a 3DO game, I think. Okay. So that's why. So Super, or Street Fighter 2 Turbo is basically like, I think, the, the only Turbo version on the SNES. So yeah, I guess if you're gonna do that, but like even then, like the Jap- the the Japanese, <laughs> the Japanese <laughs> version has Super Street Fighter Two on it, which is like, why are you getting different versions? <laughs> That's, That's weird. That's what I was curious about. Is why is there different versions? That's a great question. Yeah. I... Maybe Capcom is like you know Super Super Street Fighter Two in Japan is more recognizable than Street Fighter Two Turbo, which is more recognizable in America. Maybe, Because I feel like when people talk about 2 here, it's like they talk about more of like Turbo and everything. I talk about the original (laughs) 2. Which is probably they would have never considered for this thing. No. So yeah, that's a weird distinction that they have. But you would definitely have a Street Fighter 2 game on. Or Street Fighter version of Street Fighter 2 on this thing. You'd have to have a version of Street Fighter 2. Like that, Yes. Which also makes the glaring omission of a Mortal Kombat game on this thing very apparent. I don't think that's an omission. I feel like for America, it's an omission. I don't. I don't think so. What? Because nobody, nobody wanted to play it on a Super Nintendo when you could play it on the Genesis and have blood. Well, that was only for the first one. Well, still. Like if you put, I think two was like they kind of fixed all that stuff because that's when like ratings boards and all that stuff were kind of cracking down on everything but even still like but it still had that that stigma like nobody played mortal kombat on the super nintendo i mean yeah if you were a cool kid you didn't play it on the super nintendo and also they probably didn't want to have like an m-rated game on this thing all right that would make it m-rated that's probably another thing that they because you're not going to make this thing a gift buying thing if you know you're getting age gated when you're buying this thing right yeah that doesn't make any sense so i don't think it's a glaring omission at all I think it kind of is, but I mean, like, I can I can see your point as well. Yeah. Super Castlevania Four. Super Castlevania. Which came out ninety one in Japan, U S ninety two in Europe from Cap or from from Konami, not Capcom. Not Konami. <laughs> Whoa. It's weird that this is a U.S. European exclusive. It is weird. I don't understand that. But Super Castlevania Four is good. I mean, I think yeah. people don't really. Hold it in as high regards as the the NES trilogy, but I played this as a kid. I liked it. Yeah, you can you can whip the thing in eight directions. You can you can sit there and like dangle with it if you just hold the button. I remember that. Yeah. That was cool. And then finally, Super Punch Out, which came out in ninety four in the U S, ninety five in Europe, and ninety ninety eight in Japan. <laughs> All right. What? Yeah. 
from Nintendo. I don't really know if people have as much like affinity for super yeah for super punch out compared to regular punch out so sure i don't yeah (laughs) and it's such a different game i think than just regular punch out as well so it's not as iconic yeah i mean considering the fact that you literally just said that it came out in 98 in japan that says something (laughs) they were just like whatever right like they didn't care enough um but super punch out i i didn't play it i meh and then here are the five exclusive games for the Super Famicom version in Japan. Fire Emblem Mystery of the Emblem, which came out in 1994. Who is the main character of this? Oh, the first part is a remake of the first game. And then the second part is an original story acting as a sequel to the first game. <laughs> so you get your Marth and stuff in this. Marth. Man, when we were talking about Tokyo Mirage Sessions, we should have just talked about this game. Like, they're just going to do the original story from Mystery of the Emblem as the next Tokyo Mirage Sessions game. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly what's going to happen. That's cool. There's a Fire Emblem game on here for for Japanese users. Uh, Legend of the Mystical Ninja, that's a Goemon game. Came out in 91 Japan, 92 in US, 94 in Europe from Konami. Panel de Pon. Which came out in 95 in Japan, 96 in the US and Europe from Nintendo. I think this is a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. It's a puzzle game. <laughs> Get your puzzle game on here. Super Soccer! <laughs> it came out in 91 Japan, 92 in the US and Europe from Nintendo and Human Entertainment. Gotta have that soccer on here. Uh, nope. And then, like we said earlier, Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2, the new Challengers, which came out in 93 in Japan, US, and 94 in Europe from Capcom. Bloom. Oh, so this is a game after 2 Turbo. Which makes this even weird. (laughs) Even weirder, excuse me. It does make it even weird. (laughs) Shrug shoulders, I don't know. So that's all the games on here. I guess let's talk about some games that we are confused by omissions. We talked about Chrono Trigger earlier. Um, and 4. And Final Fantasy 4. What about Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time? That was what I was literally about to say. That is a huge, huge oversight. That game should have been on there. But I bet it's a licensing but, thing. You think so? Because mm-hmm. that's a licensed franchise. <laughs> And I doubt Co- I doubt Konami has that license in perpetuity. I doubt I don't think they have the license now, so like that would be even harder to get. So you'd have to re-license everything, and I doubt Konami is going to be going out and relicensing a an old franchise Super Nintendo game. Oh, but it was such a good game. Yeah, no, I'm not denying that at all. <laughs> um, I also like Tournament Fighters, but I know that wasn't as popular. Do that butt attack. Asuka is one of the best fighting game characters ever. I love Asuka so much. Also, her name is Asuka. <laughs> Asuka. God. Um, but, and you know, there's the whole controversy with Asuka and her uh, her character. So. No controversies yeah. allowed. Well, because the Japanese version, she had her butt showing, and oh. the <laughs> yeah. um, U.S. version, she has like booty shorts. Can't show the butt. 
Yeah, so there's like weird nerds on the internet that are like, the Japanese version is superior because you can see butt cheeks. Of course they are. And I'm like, dude, you can see butt cheeks if you just Google butt cheeks. <laughs> like, you don't have to look at Asuka's butt cheeks on the Super Nintendo, bro. You, uh, you could actually go outside and you could probably see butt cheeks because it's 98 degrees outside. That's true as well. Yeah, so... Uh, this is this one personally for me. I think it's an omission. Act Razor. I didn't play it. Act Razor's f- awesome. So it's like it's part of it is like it's a god simulator type game, where like you're kind huh. of building up these like cities and everything. And then the other part is a two D side scroller. What? It's real cool. And it's got some like real good music in it as well. So like, I'm real bummed that wasn't that didn't make the cut. Super Mario All-Stars is, I think, is an omission, but also not an omission. Yeah, it's really not. Because, like, you already got all three games on the NES Classic. And maybe those Super Nintendo versions of those games aren't necessarily as good. I would say, like, I don't think the music, and I don't necessarily think the visual style is as good. Okay. But that's just me. Um, I already talked about that I think that Dongyegon Country 2 and 3 should have been on there. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, why didn't we get Donkey Kong Country 2 as opposed to freaking Kirby Golf Game? <laughs> yeah, why not? Ugh, maybe because they didn't. They they thought they would have to put all three of them on there then. Oh, maybe. Um, I know that I... Um, I know that none of the Capcom Disney games would have been on there, but they were really fun. Yeah. Um, and I also feel the same way about uh, Earthworm Jim. I think that Earthworm Jim, I, I, I think that I played it on the Genesis, but it plays fine on the Super Nintendo as well. But it's a really clever game. And I know that it never would have made this list in a million years. But it's worth playing. It's really fun. It's it's got some weird humor in there. I feel like a lot of like the games we're gonna talk about is like why like the ones that didn't show up is like you know the big reason I'd be like oh, it's a licensing issue. I think so. But was Earthworm Jim even licensed? I think so. Because I he was an original character. Let me look this up real quick. Because I think I saw when I was testing games like Earthworm Jim is a property of so and so. Hmm. But maybe not. I don't know. Because uh, there was a TV show. Right. But that was after the game. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but yeah. I mean like. Turtles. Yeah. Licensing. I get that. Still lame though. Yeah. There's no excuse for Donkey Kong. None. None. Yeah. Uh, one of the games I played a lot growing up. That's not on here as well. Zombies ate my neighbors. Oh, I didn't play that. that. That was a very good game. I bet. I've heard good things about it. I've just never. Oh, hey, Link to the Past wallpaper just came up on my laptop. <laughs> uh, also, I think like NBA Jam and all those types of games. Right. Are probably an omission, but like that, once again, that's a licensing issue. Like, because you got to relicense all those old players and everything, and they're never gonna do the work for that. Mm-mm. Pilot Wings. Oh, huh. I didn't even think about that. Which I feel like whenever Nintendo kind of like opens up the virtual console for like their Super Nintendo stuff, you always see Pilot Wings first off there. Yeah. 
So it's kind of weird that that's not on there. Hmm. A strange omission. Uh, Final fight. Okay, yeah. Because I, I just want to go around beating people up as Mike Hagar. Even though it is the... <laughs> I mean, technically, the Snooper Nintendo version is the inferior version of Final Fight. Because the Sega CD version has, like, voiceover lines in it. And it's real bad, but it's real great. Oh, man. <laughs> Sega CD did some weird and wonderful things. Mm-hmm. Should have had Mario Paint. I agree with that, actually. Um, <laughs> I think the hardest thing would have been that it had, like, the mouse. The mouse, yeah. Mario Paint was wonderful. And you could make some beautiful compositions in there. And you could do the, the fly swatter thingy. I painted so many princesses in Mario Paint. <laughs> I feel like I'm not surprised by that. No, you shouldn't be. Like I drew Princess Toadstool all the time in Mario Paint. Uh, no Breath of Fire game. Yeah, that's actually... I didn't even think about that, but it's... Breath of Fire wasn't that big in the West, so I don't think. Yeah. No Uniracers, which is a real shame. Uniracers is a weird game because it's you're racing unicycles, and I think this is from the people who would go on to make Grand Theft Auto. Wow, that's yeah. okay. Oh, uh, what other what are some other games that I may have put on my NES Classic? All the Sailor Moon games <laughs> clearly should have been on there. <laughs> Which man, there's some weird like the first two Sailor Moon games they put out were like side scrolling beat 'em ups. The next one they did for season three was a fighting game. <laughs> and then like the one after that they did like they do or they made a Japanese or a JRPG. But basically it's a what if scenario of like if they redid season four of Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. But that game is real good. I'd say if it's I like were to play a Sailor Moon game, it would I would hope it would be an RPG. It's real good. Like especially just like the ways it connects like everything. It's like it takes place like after season three, essentially, but like all the old villains from the first three seasons are coming back. Hmm. And like there's this like evil group of Sailor Senshi out there as well. It's awesome. Super, super cool. But would that also um, be licensing? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> all right. So basically, we can't have nice things because of licensing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Dang. Uh, we talked about, talked about Dragon Quest, which is a weird thing that that's not on there. Man, they really should have put Fatal Fury Special on there. Fatal <laughs> Bogart on there. <laughs> Those SNK games on Super Nintendo are so weird. Because, like... Because, <laughs> obviously, it's inferior to the Neo Geo hardware at the time. And it is play so strangely. And they kind of look weird. But, hey, it's, it's Terry Bogard. And Terry Bogard, honestly, should be on every system. 100%. Uh, Harvest Moon game for Super Nintendo is not on there. Oh! Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. I feel like I'm not really surprised, though. <laughs> I'm not either, but I didn't think about it. Yeah. Legitimately, I think, like, if there, if there wasn't a licensing issue, like, this game should have been on here. Because, like, I thought it was real good when I was a kid. And, like, it's a real kind of easy beat-em-up game. But the Power Rangers game. Oh, I wasn't into Power Rangers, so I didn't play it. It's, it's, bas- it's a beat-em-up game, but it's, like, kind of, like, an easy version. But, like, I think the developers of it made, like... They have a lineage of making, like, really good beat-em-up games in Japan. Oh. So, like, it was way better than it had any right to be, honestly. Don't you love those games when you're like, this game shouldn't be this good, but it's real good? Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of crazy. 
Rock and Roll Racing is a game that could, that could have been on there, but obviously super licensing issues with that. Because, A, it's a game from Blizzard, and then they have all of, like those chiptune, like, old 70s and 80s rock songs in it. So oh, yeah, yeah. Never happening. Not happening. What about Samurai Showdown? Hmm? No. no Saturday Night Slam Master, so you don't get to wrestle as Mike Hagar. Mistakes were made is the Mistakes name of the made. system. I would if if I was making my own Super Nintendo classic, I would put the Gundam Wing fighting game on there only because it's actually like a legitimately good fighting game. Is it? Yeah. Huh. It's real real surprising. <laughs> she should have put Ship and Gummy Tensei 2 on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I can't imagine why they would they didn't do that. Yeah, wow. I, I would put Super Tennis on there because I played a lot of Super Tennis when I was a kid, and that game is actually really good as a sports game. And another licensing issue is the Star Wars games for Super Nintendo. Oh, they're so good. Those, Those would games never are make so, the cut. They would never make the cut, but they're real good. Yeah. 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 So I think, like, I think one of the things, like, also, like, just, like, last thing is, like, I thought it would have been really cool if they would have put like one of the Satella View games on this thing. Like the 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 Zelda one or like one of the Mario ones. That but obviously I think like really cool. it would probably have been a real technical hassle to do that. Mm-hmm. And, and specifically just because they never came out in America so they're obviously not going to do that. But that would have been real neat. It would have been cool but there are a lot of things that would have been cool. <laughs> yeah, I think we can say that. You want to talk about other stuff we put on our NES classics that we think is cool? I mean, I talked about most of them. Did I miss anything? Well, I mean, like, in general. Like, other systems-wise. Oh, like that. Um, The yeah. fact that Chobits has a full anime opening. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Oh, my God. I'll... I don't know how to even start playing it. but Yeah, because just... it's, it's a visual novel, essentially. I keep repeatedly watching the intro it's so good like who knew the gba could recreate anime openings in a way that like it never should have no i mean it was perfect like the chobits one i was like screenshots from the the series in there yep and it was like how did that the the card capture sakura one is basically a shot for shot recreation of that opening well and the music for um yeah was actually really really good yeah, like I, I love how like it's kind of like this like chiptune versions of those openings. It's, like they don't have lyrics, obviously, but like it still works in a way that like they really shouldn't. It's insane. Amazing. Um. Anyway, I didn't mean to start with Chobits, but I got really excited. I, I completely, yeah. <laughs> you completely should have started with Chobits because I think I found that thing and I was like, Mm, she didn't want Ace Attorney on here because she didn't want to understand it. But yeah, I'm gonna put this on here anyways. And I didn't know like that thing had the opening on there, so like I booted up the test and like it played the opening. I was like, "Holy crap, this is amazing!" Because I know I've sent you that opening before because mm-hmm. I yeah. love it. I love that opening, but I I'm legitimately keep booting it up and just playing the Chobits game yeah. like intro and then, like shutting it down <laughs> and going and playing a real game. That's basically me with the uh, card capture Sakura one, because yep. like that one's very good as well. Have I ever told you about like the weird lineage of card capture Sakura in the United States? Uh, as this is a weird tangent. 
No, I don't think so. About how like, so originally, that game or that 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 show came over and like with the big anime boom of like ninety nine through oh two essentially, an Australian company like dubbed it originally, but like they also edited out a bunch of stuff like, uh, referring to like same sex relationships and like anything controversial for that time period because of course they would have. Kids WB buys the rights to it to air it in America. Essentially, they look at that show because it's a magical girl show, and they're like, "No one's gonna watch this. What if we reframe the show in the way like we air episodes and everything, and make it look like it's an action show, so we can hit that like eight to fourteen demographic of males?" And that's how they aired that show. Yep. <laughs> It's real dumb. Wow. I read the manga, but... And also, like, they retitled it to Card Captors, and it has, like, a real, like, amp-yourself-up type of intro compared to, like, all the other... Like, the the original intros. Like, they're so completely different. It's real dumb. Oh, you did show me that. Yeah. It's, it's real bad. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> embarrassing. What else was there for, like, GBA stuff? GBA. Uh, or was there anything else you want to talk about that way? I'm trying to think of what I put on there. I put all those Castlevania games on there because you put Castlevania question mark. I was like, okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember which ones were on there. So I just put all of them on there. <laughs> so Jared had to deal with my list. Which it's a lot of games. It wasn't a lot of games. It was 88 games and you got to remove some of them because they were in Japanese. I remember, and some of them I already had, so. Yeah. And um, I know that I put a bunch of Atari stuff on there, but that's because that's for my research. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to go through a bunch of porno Atari games. <laughs> Which we'll talk about at a later date, but like, yeah. man, Atari games in general don't play well. No, they're terrible. <laughs> they're real bad. Um, and then I, I know that I put like... The, um, why am I blanking on the title of it? I blame work. Um, Golden Sun. Oh, right, yeah. I put those two Both on Both of those games on there, yeah. Because they're fabulous. I thought Golden Sun at first when you put that on there was a Bok Toy. The weird GBA game where you had, like, the sun sensor and everything. It's like, go outside and play this game. Oh, I was no. like, how are you going to do this? This isn't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> you really think I would willingly go outside? Or willingly play a Hideo Kojima game? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I put those on there. And... I don't remember what else. Oh, Mario and Luigi. Oh, Superstar right. Saga. Because it's amazing. I love Mario and Luigi games. But I also like really like Mario RPGs. Minish Cap. Minish Cap is so good. And also by byproduct of Link's Awakening DX that you also put on there. Yeah, but that was on Game Boy. Game Color. Boy. Yeah, yeah, and I did Shantae as well. All right, yeah. That's true. Uh, I did not do Kingdom Hearts, thank you. Ah, uh, man. It was hard to not put that on there, let me tell you. I'm kidding. It was really easy not to. <laughs> it's weird. Um, I, Even though I, I played Adventures in Magic Kingdom and made, named the main character Sora. <laughs> I was so mad at you for doing that. <laughs> I mean, it's perfect. 
it is perfect for that game because the opening of that game is like it's Mickey, Donald, and Goofy standing at right we're talking to you. I was like, well, of course. Adventures of Magic Kingdom should never be tainted like that. <laughs> oh, also uh, the Banjo Kazooie game for GBA. All oh, right, because I never played it, so I wanted to see if it was bad. For some reason, I was thinking that was weird that that was a GBA game that that the Banjo game was on GBA, but then I was like. Those first two games were on N64, dummy. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then I know that I put all the um, all the Disney licensed games on there. So, like, Lion King, Aladdin. Um, I, I put the Beauty and the Beast one, but specifically Bell's Quest. That's a weird game. It's not a weird game. It's a weird game. It's not a weird game. All right. I, I admit I haven't replayed it yet. But it, it, I don't. That box it. art's weird. The box art's not weird. It's Bell on Philippe. It doesn't look like it's licensed like drawing that they use for that thing. Like I thought at first, like I I picked up some like weird <laughs> fan cover of it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is this? <laughs> so those are good, and I I wanted those. Uh, I also got like Tiny Tunes. Yeah. Uh, I was a big Tiny Tunes fan. I was as well, but I never played those games. Oh, they're fun. Or they were when I was a kid. I don't know what they are now. <laughs> uh, you got all the Sonic games. Sanic. Sanic. Which, they're not good games. I I haven't played them recently, but I like Sonic too. Maybe, I, maybe I'm just real bad at Sonic games, but like, I don't know. Like, I just don't find fun in those games. Mm. And I've, I've this, like, that's not the first time I've played those games. So let's keep that in mind. But like, I don't know. The game wants me to go fast, and I go fast, and it's like, no. There's a You're going to get hit by stuff. You're going to get hit by spikes and stuff. It's rude. <laughs> uh, Moonwalker. Yeah, Moonwalker. <laughs> oh, man. Moonwalker is such a good game. Oh, oh, what kind of game just gives you smooth criminal where you can like dance with these guys and make them die because you're dancing as a criminal, and you have like great dancing scenes, and you can moonwalk, and you have to save the girl, which in retrospect's a little creepy. Yep. Um, and she's like Michael. <laughs> uh, so weird. I love Moonwalker the movie, and I love Moonwalker the game. Have you ever played the arcade version of it? No. Hmm. Should I have? I mean, I've I've seen it. I think it's it. I think it's a little bit better than the console version, but like it's pretty much the same game. So you would get a better like quality of sound from those music tracks. Oh, okay. So got that going for you. Uh, you have all the Star Wars games, or like the the big three from they the Super Nintendo. Yeah, they were amazing. But real hard. They are really hard, but I really like them. Uh, Sword of Mana and Tales of Fantasia, Fantasia on the GBA. Yeah, um, so I didn't ever get to play Sword of Mana, and I played a fan translate of Tales of Fantasia when I was a kid. Um, so I wanted to give those a shot again. I booted up Tales of Fantasia, I was like, this is a Tales game, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks weird. Uh, what else? Uh, the Little Mermaid. You bet Little Mermaid was on there. <laughs> yeah. Toe Jam and Earl. Right, as you do. I think that's pretty much it. I put the King of Fighters EX2 from GBA on mine. 
Uh, I know that I already mentioned it's it. It's weird. Earthworm Gem was on mine as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I also have, like, I have Puzzle Fighter for GBA online. Oh, wow. It doesn't play well. And Mickey Mousecapade. We put Mickey Mousecapade on mine. True. Yeah. True, true, true. And Adventures of Magic Kingdom, which I already mentioned, but again, we'll mention Adventures of Magic Kingdom is really fun and not a Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> but you can make it one. You shouldn't. Why would you taint that game? <laughs> Why would you do that? What if you hate yourself? I mean, I do. But... Oh, right, right. I forgot. <laughs> All right. I did have to put a really bad game on yours. Oh. Battletoads. Oh, are you really going to be mad about Battletoads? Battletoads is awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad game. <laughs> you were giving me shit when you were texting me about Battletoads. Because <laughs> you were like, I, I hope there's nothing like, d don't make fun of any of the games on here. I was like, no, nah, I won't. And then I found Battletoads like, hey, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> but considering I gave you 88 games and you only found one that you had an issue with, like, I did pretty well. You did. <laughs> and I mean, Battletoads, I played it a lot when I was a kid, so I wanted to see if it held up. It doesn't. <laughs> I remember it just being impossibly hard. Yeah, exactly. Because it's bad. <laughs> so is Mickey on... Mousecapade, and it's a good game. <laughs> that thing's on Rare Replay, and I'm just like, ugh. Skip. <laughs> so i got judged for battletoads and then you have burger time on there which i tried to play and i was like what i loved burger time um so you have to walk across all the um the ingredients to make the burger without oh. getting destroyed i i to be fair i played it for like 30 seconds and i was I like see, you could have texted what? me and i would have told you how to play burger time i made sure it worked and i was like what am i doing Okay, next game. <laughs> Making burgers. Burger it, obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so, yeah. Time to make burgers? Time to make some burgers. Burger time was the original Bob's Burgers. Hot takes. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now that you have delved into some of the atari games that i write about because you've read parts of my dissertation and you've you've read about some of these games and now that you've played some of them i'm really looking forward to our episode about that oh man oh yeah they're so bad really bad x-rated games yeah <laughs> <laughs> They're 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 good for um, party conversation. Oh yeah, I bet they are. <laughs> it's like so for my research, I play X-rated Atari games. We're like, what? excuse me, what? Yeah, it was how it was at work today. <laughs> God. <laughs> so look forward to that, guys. When are they gonna make a plug-and-play Atari console? But it's just all the X-rated games. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. Imagine, okay, but like, hypothetically, imagine trying to find and, like, lock down the licenses for those games. 
Um, so Given like your research, like it would probably be like a nightmare. It is because I've literally tried to look to try to figure out like how I can use box art pictures mm-hmm. and it's impossible. Because like all those companies probably just don't exist anymore and no they one don't. bought them. So it's like, so what, so what, any, like how would the, the rights to those even be applicable if like the company doesn't exist and no one owns it per se i don't know it gets dicey i'll have to ask the university but like trying to track down people who do potentially own them and like some of the companies are actually like subsidiary subsidiaries of actual like porno companies like yeah. porn movies and so at that point you're like well meh that's gonna be difficult but if they don't literally exist anymore it gets a little dicey so it it it's difficult and I have I've run into that and I've run into the same thing with like old game magazines that don't exist anymore right yeah um, a lot of the stuff in my research just doesn't exist anymore <laughs> yeah yeah so I'm like eh, I don't really understand how copyright works for that but it's it's hard because you always have to do your due diligence of figuring out like who owns the copyright because mm-hmm. um, otherwise your dissertation is gonna just go down the toilet just like finding copyrights for a lot of these missing super nintendo games for the super nintendo classic did you like that segue also this thing comes out september 29th we probably should have mentioned that it's 80 dollars um, top of this i've said it before probably about 10 times in this episode and i'm gonna say it one more time mistakes were made <laughs> mistakes were made so yeah, that's our information about the Super Nintendo Classic and just some random other video games we've been messing around with. Jared's playing through Final Fantasy VI and I'm trying to get through as much as I can, but that's something that maybe we'll eventually talk about. You want to talk about that next week? Maybe? <laughs> if you can get through it, then yeah. Okay. I'm all about it. I'm like 20 hours in. Yeah, I mean, you're you're close. To halfway through the game, yeah. No. <laughs> to a quarter of the game. I I think you could probably beat it by the time we do next week. Yeah, I'm unless like, I just don't play it. <laughs> so, guys, you can look forward to us actually having a topic set for next week. What? And, what and is this? Unless something horrible goes wrong, and then we'll just pull something out of the hat, and Final Fantasy Six will be. Put on a back burner. God, we need a hat and some. Let's put ideas in it. Uh, that's called our Google Doc. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so look forward to that. Us actually having a topic, maybe. Scary. I know the world is ending. Which we'll talk about next week. <laughs> All right. It's a good segue that you had no idea you were doing. <laughs> no, I had no idea. <laughs> anyways that's going to do it for this episode for more information go to seasonalamycheckup.com or sec.cool where you can find past episodes of this fantastic podcast yeah it is and other stuff on the website as well also Uh, fantastic oh everything's fantastic Mm -hmm. fantastic baby wow (laughs) For more, for more from me, uh, 
For more from Anne Ladium, go to AnneLadium.com where you can find all her fantastic stuff. Nobody's going to want any more from me after this episode. They're just going to be like, what is wrong with this girl? Please get rid of her. I'll just hit deny on all those. <laughs> and like um, we said. Also, uh, the Twitter. Oh, yeah. Twitter.com slash anime checkup is where you can find us on Twitter where we talk sometimes. And like we've said, every episode since we've got the Twitter, it's the best way to get a hold of both of us if you want to talk to us about whatever you want, whether it be stuff regarding the episode, corrections, or just, you know, in general stuff. Just chat with us. Just chitty chat. It's fun. It's fun. And yeah, next week we will potentially talk about Final Fantasy VI, the last Final Fantasy game they ever made. What? Yeah, they never made another one after that. Eight and nine exist. What if we just talk about, we say we're going to talk about Final Fantasy 3 and we just talk about legitimately Final Fantasy 3? Everyone would hate us. I would hate us. <laughs> so yeah, look forward to that where we display Kefka's laugh on repeat in the background for the entire episode. Perfect. That would be terrifying. It would. I would legitimately be terrified of that entire episode and would never listen to it. It's a bad idea. We're not going to do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But do look forward to next week. Don't put a question mark. In case, one, hey, there's obviously the chance that I might not beat the game, so. Okay, we'll put like. Hey, look forward to next week. There you go. Look forward to next week, guys. (laughs) Whatever we do, it's going to be awesome. Exactly. Or fantastic, if you will.